in China podcast, where a British and an American girl satisfy all your curiosity and questions about what it's like to live in China today. And now your hosts, Holly and Nora. Welcome back to another episode. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's a nice uh, introduction, considering the weather is. Awful here,、it's、so crappy. And I just heard from our colleague that it's going to be like this for the next five days. Oh no! I am getting myself on Taobao and buying some wellies. Yeah, got mine on、Definitely. right now. I know. I saw them. I was like, "This is what I need." Tromping through the puddles. Yeah. And Zlato, I mean, some of the schools are closed, so he's all tucked up in、oh. bed for typhoon weather. And they send us to the to the fields. <laughs> yeah. Well, when I well, the the storm woke me up this morning at like half past six, and I was like, "What is going on? This is insane." Mhm. Mhm. And then it calmed down.、It's、so nice to be inside though when it's all、oh, rainy、yeah. outside. So cozy. Yes. Tis the season, I guess. Mhm. Mhm.、Mm-hmm. Right. So I've got a review for、Ooh. us. Yeah. This is from Mariana Palm, and she says, "Best podcast ever." Oh. <laughs> Uh, I love this podcast and can't wait to hear new episodes when they are released. Holly and Nora talk about how how it is to live in China. They are funny and their content is very informative. Oh, Why, thank you. Shucks, shucks yeah. <laughs> also, they really answer your questions. They have answered two of mine already. Thank you for that, ladies, Mariana. Oh, thanks a lot. That's thank really、you. nice. Yeah, we're getting some really nice five star reviews. Thank you. Yes, that's awesome. Very nice. Very nice. Makes us keep going. Yeah. Well, and if you leave us reviews, then hopefully more people will see us in iTunes or wherever.、Mm-hmm. So it's good.、Mm-hmm. So、uh, we've got a comment. Uh, several comments actually. So this is from Kathy, and she says, "I'm listening to your latest episode, and there is no way there is another bigger fan than me." So this is we were referring to Mandy.、Uh, she left us some messages on Facebook.、It's、true, Kathy is a super fan. Yeah, and she says, "I'm so glad you two are doing well, and and have gotten so many reviews. Keep up the great work, ladies." She says, "You guys are so great. I love listening to you during my long commutes. Yeah, podcasts are great for commutes. Yeah, I look like a crazy person as I laugh about the things you two say. <laughs> so, so thanks for what you guys do. That's nice. Thank you. Yeah. Um, and we we also got、um, another comment. Uh, from right. If it's a it, how how if it's a a man and it's 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 like that. Michelle. Michelle. It's still Michelle, right? Okay. I cool.、So. I just want to clarify because I also、right? thought that, but I didn't want to make make a、Michelle. silly mistake. So he says, "Awesome job, girls! I really like listening to the podcast. I have good memories of my time spent in Shenzhen, and next year I'm going to Shanghai for an exchange semester." So he kind of asks us a question, but I'm not sure if we can answer it because. Neither of us have been to Shanghai. He actually asks, "Do you know any differences between the two cities?" Oh, I've been to Shanghai. Oh, you have?、Mm-hmm. Oh, I didn't know that. Oh well, so do we want to answer it as like a mini question or? Yeah, I mean, I can just answer it now、okay. while we're on the air. He says, "Thanks in advance for your reply and keep up the good work." Um. Yeah. So, so Shanghai. There are quite a few similarities. Um. To Shenzhen and Shanghai, just because they're both. I think Shanghai also has a spe- special economic status, 
So the industry is kind of similar. It's more free, freely traded with the Western world. Mm. Um, obviously, Shanghai, though, is an ancient city. So it has a really long history. And it's um, although Shenzhen is also on the sea, it's not the same. It doesn't deal with the same volume of ship cargo. Like there, mm. It isn't a kind of port city the same way Shanghai is. Um, so, I mean, there's a lot of differences, but I think the main ones are just that Shanghai has a very distinct culture to it. I mean, they have a very specific, they have Shanghainese dialect. Mm. And uh, people who are from Shanghai... Okay, there's no, there's not a whole lot of people who are actually from Shanghai, the region, historically, like long back in the mm. past. But there have been waves of immigrants that have come, and the longer that you've, that your family history goes back to Shanghai, the more Shanghainese you are, and people are really proud <laughs> of being Shanghainese. So those Shanghainese yeah. are very proud. The women are said to be the most demanding in China, mm. in terms of needing, you need a lot of money oh. and a lot of. You need a house and cars and yeah, giving them a lot of attention. I wonder if they that if Shanghai was one of the highest. Do you remember a long time ago when we found that table of what you're expected to give your wife? If yeah, you get Shanghai married? was definitely. I the think highest. it was is way up there, wasn't it? Yep. <laughs> and the men are known to be um, in Chinese. It's called tie, and tie means like uh, considerate, like really considerate. And loving, so they have a high. They have high standards for both men oh. and women. So they've got a right to be a bit snobby, then. Yeah, if they're so superior. <laughs> <laughs> well, they. It's really interesting. Like Shenzhen, in a lot of ways, it kind of mirrors Hong Kong. So it's got it's it's got a lot of Western influence because it's so new, and then it also has the Cantonese influence from Hong Kong. But Shanghai really has its own culture going on, and the city is. I mean, another thing I should mention is the city is built, like, most Chinese cities are built in circles, so they have these, like, the center, and then there are these ring roads around it. So, for example, in Shenzhen, it's so easy to get a taxi and get from point A to point B. The city is huge, but you're almost never without access to a taxi. Yeah. I think I've waited, you know, maybe on New Year's Eve I've waited for a bit oh, for a yeah, taxi, yeah. but even then you can use an app that'll help you find one. But in Shanghai, you don't take a taxi anywhere. In Shanghai, oh, you really? take... No, it just takes forever. Okay. It takes forever. In Shanghai, you always take the metro. Right. So it's... It's a lot. It's a lot more densely populated towards the center of the city, and transportation is a lot trickier. Okay. So yeah, so they have their own food and their own. Like in Shenzhen, we don't really have a cuisine that's、mm. super popular here because people came from all over the place. So there are all different kinds of food you can try in Shenzhen, but there's no real culture to it. Maybe in the future, but. It's too. It's too new now. But in Shanghai, they have specific. They'll have those dumplings that have the soup inside. The soup inside. inside. Yeah. Those are so good. And then they have like this special rice pudding that's like really famous and it's like a dessert that's famous in Shanghai. And then they have like the hutong. Like they have some small village areas similar like Beijing. Okay. Um. So they have like old parts of the city which are really charming. Shenzhen doesn't have that. Um. Yeah, I think that those are the main things. That I can think of off the top of my head.、So、if you have, if you're interested in more, then you can send us a voicemail, and we can do a whole episode <laughs> about the differences between, like, cultural between different cities. That might、yeah. be interesting. But、um, in a nutshell, 
just off the off the cuff that's yeah. what i would say well maybe some of the listeners out there are actually living in shanghai yeah um maybe they've also visited shenzhen so maybe they've got more insight yeah and shanghai has way more popula- foreign population yeah it's th- i mean Shenzhen doesn't have that many foreigners, actually. When you look at compared to yeah, compared to like Guangzhou has way more foreigners than Shenzhen does. So Shenzhen is still kind of untapped in terms of for- foreigners being here. It's still、mm. predominantly Chinese. Well, all Chinese cities are predominantly Chinese, but in <laughs> Shanghai, you definitely see way more yeah foreigners than you, here. You can tell when you arrive in a city that has a high population of foreigners because people just don't look at you. <laughs> They're just not interested in you. Like here, I mean, it, what you said makes sense because you still kind of get looked at quite a bit. People、you'll、just get looked some, at anywhere, though. But, Even in Shanghai, you'll but, get looked at. But usually, it's just by yeah. Some it's it is less, but still,、yeah. you'll have the the peasant folk who are coming from yeah, out of town or yeah, tourists yeah, yeah. or whatever who are still gonna gawk at you no matter where you go. You're always gonna get gawked at. Yeah, in yeah. But in Beijing, I found it was like you just blend you just blend in. No one's really interested in you. Mm. I liked it there for that yeah, reason. To be honest,、too. it was just like it's in Hong Kong too. It's crazy. Like Hong Kong、no、is and Shenzhen are right next to each other. Like you could just walk walk over to Hong Kong from our office. Actually, right now it's so close you can see it literally through the window. We could take a ride on these huge umbrellas that are in the room with <laughs> us and float over to Hong Kong, <laughs> Mary Poppins style. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> And the culture in Hong Kong is quite different. Although Shenzhen echoes it a little bit, just because it's it's close by proximity. But you go over to Hong Kong, and it's like being in a completely different country. It is. I mean, it is. It's, it's a different world, I think. Yeah. 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 So anyway, yeah, the the difference is definitely China is not a homogenous country culturally. That's for sure.、Mm. For sure. Cool. So we've got one more comment, and this. So this is his Facebook name.、Uh, I'm saying he. Don't know why I'm assuming that. Maybe I saw his picture. So、um, his name is X F Lee,、okay. and he says, "Hi Holly Nora, I started、uh, to listen to your podcast two months ago. Really enjoyed it. I'm opposite to you, but feel similar. I'm <laughs> Chinese living in UK. That's that's why.、Oh. Uh, keep up the good work.、Oh. Oh, that's cool." Yeah, it's interesting. We do have a couple Chinese fans、mm-hmm. who are living abroad, and I guess they find it really interesting to see what yeah, it's what like for us, for、sure, yeah. and probably have some similar experiences living abroad as Chinese Chinese people. Yeah. Cool. All right. So I've got some news for you. Oh yeah. Yeah. So the headline is: Dude sprawls naked across street, pretends like he was hit by woman driving Mercedes Benz. So hopefully, those some of you will have listened to all of you would have listened to our episode fifty one, which is all about、um, this bystander effect that's in China.、Um, uh, yeah, so this is just just so stupid. <laughs> so a man in、uh, Zhejiang has taken.、Uh, so this they've actually it's got a name. This like. This like fraud, like to commit fraud by just faking an injury or something, like、mm. pretending you're getting like knocked off by a car, and it's called Peng、uh, Tse.、Um, oh, first, so Peng is like is the downtone, fourth tone, and then Tse is the second tone. So I'll put a link to that on the、uh, episode fifty three. 
page. And um, so this is this guy is just like taking this to a whole new level. So he's on his bike, he's pushing his bike down the road, and then all of a sudden he sprawls out naked on the road. Why would he take off his clothes? I don't know. It doesn't even say whether he was naked to begin with or whether he took off his clothes. I don't know. So weird. I don't know about that part. But <laughs> so basically, he lays out on the road and waits for the next car. Um, so it turns out that the the next car is this Mercedes Benz driven by this lady who she sees him on the road and she 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 doesn't hit him. She starts to reverse because she's so panicked. Um, but like much to a horror, this guy begins to roll himself against the car. Oh, God. <laughs> like it's got to be like comedy, absolute, <laughs> just ridiculous. So eventually, the police arrive, and they're obviously like, "What? What? What the heck are you doing?" Um, so they take the guy <laughs> to the station to question him, and it turns out that this guy, who is from Henan Province, has attempted a similar situation before. Like he's tried to do this before. Is uh, it Hanan that people are typically known for being swindlers? There's one right. province in particular, I think it's Hanan, where they're they're known for <laughs> being particularly <Leonel>. crafty. <laughs> yeah, so um, he tried to do it, but he'd actually smashed up some guy's car, and oh. he spent seven days in prison for it. Wait, this is before? Yeah, this is before before the Mercedes Benz nakedness. So he like he's jumped on, on a guy like. I don't know, it just says that he's he managed to smash up a guy's Toyota. So maybe, maybe he Maybe it was parked or something like that maybe. and he just jumped and smashed yeah. on it. Oh my god. <laughs> but so Get a job. <laughs> in the same article it actually says like it's saying how oh, this sounds absolutely ludicrous, but last month <laughs> an elderly woman was viciously run over by a toddler driving a red luxury toy car. Oh, Yeah, no. right. So, and it says, basically, a lot of netizens accused the granny of faking the accident, but actually, it turns out, when they get to the hospital, she has, like, a fractured arm, and the old lady is, uh, actually, she refused compensation from the family. But, like, can you imagine, like, what, how does that like even happen? Like, one of those little jeep, yeah, like... Yeah, yeah. But, like, a luxury car looks like a, you know, a How fast are those things even? They don't go fast. It's like, oh my god. But anyway, I'll on the article. I'll put the link on the episode 53 page so you can see that the picture's just... Oh, yeah, be careful, though. If you look at this article, it's all, like, censored out, like, the guy's bits. But if you're in the (laughs) office, you might want to be careful because people will be like, what are you doing? (laughs) Yeah. Not for work, huh? No, I'm not reading. Oh, man, that's so funny. <laughs> Those are good. I mean, that's a good follow-up to our podcast about the bystander effect. Yeah. That one ended up being a really popular one. Mm-hmm. Um, if you haven't heard it, go on over com slash episode 51. But, yeah, that one's quite... It's it's a, it's a bit of... It's a bit horrifying. Yeah, it's quite serious. Yeah. When I suppose that's quite... I mean, I don't want to use the word nice, but at least these stories didn't turn out so badly. It's kind of just a bit silly, but yeah. I mean, I can imagine that lady driving the, the Mercedes was kind of like panicked. Right. Yeah. Right. So he's our question. So the, our question today is from Stephanie Wood from Pennsylvania. Cool. Mm. And uh, she left a question on Facebook and she says, 
Hello, Holly and Nora. I have recently started listening to your podcast and I have binge listened to every single episode. <laughs> I feel awesome. like I know you so well. I love your podcast and I plan to review you on iTunes. Oh, well, thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Uh, I have a question for you. I'm a newlywed. Well, congratulations. Yeah. I think you can still say that right after your first anniversary. Yeah, I think so. You can be as newlywed as you want. <laughs> and I was wondering, what romantic things are there to do in China? I like this question. I think yeah. It's, I think it's a cool question. Awesome. Oh, <laughs> looking at me. <laughs> no, well, I, I, I've done a lot of jib jabbering, so I was wondering if you would like to start us off. <laughs> sure. Well, I mean, I think in general, um, China, I don't see it as a very romantic country. I mean, we're going to talk about... That I'm going to basically negate what I just said. But in general, if I compare... <laughs> Like, you can't compare China to France in terms of romance, you know, or, like, Italy. You know, mm. they have all these very... First of all, Chinese people in general do not express themselves romantically in public the same way that we do mm. in the West. Although this is kind of shifting, but it it appears very... It's just not natural. It doesn't come naturally to them. I've seen sometimes people kissing yeah. or... Yeah, like kissing on the metro or something, but it seems really awkward. Yeah, it doesn't yeah, seem natural, and it doesn't really seem like it's driven out of passion. It's almost kind of like we're in a imitation. social situation. Yeah, we're together. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, so it's kind of <laughs> weird in that way. Um, I would describe the relationships that I see here as more as cute than romantic. Like, there's yeah. a lot of cuteness, definitely, that goes on here in China, um, but like deep, passionate romance, I don't see it that much. Yeah. So you have to dig a little bit. But, I mean, of course, there are ways to, to do it. One of, the, one of the things that I thought of that you could do in China as a romantic um, activity, which is something that you wouldn't really do anywhere else, is get um, romantic photos taken oh, together. Yeah. <laughs> this oh, is really... Yeah, so this is really popular. They have these photo uh, photography companies that are specifically designed for doing couples photos. Mm. They have costumes, like matching costumes. You can do like emperor and empress. You can do like big fluffy white wedding dress and tuxedo. They have all these costumes mm. you can you can try on and they can put you in all these crazy it's really over the top actually yeah. but it might be really funny to do with your mate like as a just to be a bit like cheeky I yeah guess. i think so yeah. like they have ones where it's like on a beach with a horse you know when we went and saw that wedding yes, exhibit yes, yes. a couple of weeks ago they had a bunch of those <laughs> photography companies there but they I mean, mm. they're so cheesy, but but it would it could be really funny and fun to do, and it's not. I don't think it's that expensive to get it done. Yeah, I think yeah, if you went in like with an open mind and just for a bit of a laugh, I think you'd probably have a good time of it. Actually, yeah, for sure. Yeah, for sure. So that was my first yeah idea because yeah. it's very specific to China. Like, yeah, it is. I've never seen these kind of photos. I mean, because they go all out. Oh, like yeah. their wedding celebrations are. It's basically just like a dinner, but there's not usually a, t a ceremony in the same way that there is in the West where there's like a church and stuff like that. Mm. And so their wedding pictures, they don't actually do them at the event. I don't even know if they have photographers for at the event. I'm not sure. But in but their wedding photos 
unlike in the West where you do it like before or after the church ceremony, they do it like a few weeks before or yeah. whatever. Or sometimes months. Yeah. From what I've heard. Yeah. yeah. Um, you just remind me. Oh, I want, actually, I would really love to do a wedding uh, episode, like to let just for in in fact just out of my own curiosity like mm. to do some research to really because i've never been to a chinese wedding have mm. you no, no i haven't so yeah um on that subject of like dressing up um it's not I, yeah again it's not really romantic it's cute but wearing matching outfits oh to yeah, go out yeah, matching t-shirts uh, is really common here, but it's not romantic. It's it's definitely it's cu- it's cute in like a s- sickly kind of way. Like it's <laughs> definitely not my kind of cup of tea, but each to their own, I suppose. Yeah, they'll get oh, and it's not just a shirt. I mean, I've seen them wear it's in like outfits, shirt, yeah. pants, shoes, shoes, watch. Yes, I and you, yes, I've seen that as well. So they really, yeah. I mean, a lot of times. If you see them from the back, you don't know which one's a man <laughs> and which one's a woman because they're usually all like Chinese women and men are both very slight in frame. True. So sometimes it's hard to tell which yeah. one is which from yeah. the back. And sometimes they have the same hairstyle. Yes. I've even seen yes, it with I the have. same hairstyle. Yep. So it's like dating a carbon copy of yourself. Twin. <laughs> but yeah, that's so popular seeing couples yeah. walking around arm in arm and matching clothing. Yes. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, that was a shock, shock to the system when I saw that for the first time. <laughs> awesome. Mm. What about tandem bikes? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you can do that on the Great Wall. Uh, no, no, not on the Great Wall. Uh, on in um, uh, Xi'an, I think, and you can go around like the perimeter of the mm. city on a tandem. Biking in China is a very social affair, and they mm. they get these little... You know, like, not for speed bikes, these little, like, banana seat bikes with a basket in the front, and they tool around <laughs> together. So they have, they always have tandem bikes, like, a lot of the parks will have them. Um, and then mm-hmm. a lot of times they'll have these covered bike things where it's, like, it's two like people, two. it's like a four-seater, yeah, and, like, the yeah, two yeah, people yeah. in front paddle. That's really fun, though, actually. Yeah, yeah. So th- that, <laughs> you can do that in Tool About Town or... Yeah. or Tool or, About Town. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> we're in the parks and stuff that yeah, can be yeah. very romantic the parks here are really romantic yeah. i find the parks gorgeous i ever know though yeah chinese parks are they should be world famous maybe they are world famous but they're just absolutely stunning mm-hmm. like where i come from there are a lot of parks but um there's not a lot of attention it's not really crafted by the yeah, government. it's not like natural. Yeah, it's just like a bunch mm. of grass, and then maybe there's a baseball grass. diamond and like a swing set. But here, right. it's like they build all these structures in them, mm. like these ancient-looking Chinese buildings, and they build lakes and rivers and little waterfalls into them and stuff. And yeah. they're huge. Yeah, they definitely make them as though you could go to the day, like for the whole day, like yeah. and just wander around, take you picnic, which is also romantic. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's true. Mm-hmm. Yeah, um, I, I, when I, when I read this question, I just, thought, I, I was thinking like, what, what's romantic in Chi- like, to Chinese people? I, um, cause if I, I was also thinking, what, what do I do that's romantic here? Of course, that's like totally subjective. What we both think is romantic mm-hmm. might be completely different. So I, th- I, I did a little bit of research actually, and um, I came across a few articles. That was about romance in China. Oh, 
And um, basically this first article I found was called The Social Pressure That Kills Romance. Oh. Um, and it's also it's basically this idea. And when I read it, I thought that's kind of how I view romance as well from what I've seen. But that when you're dating, there is this idea of like romance, like uh, you know, you do, they do go like they do date, and but after once you get married, that's just like completely disappears. Yeah, it's like it's almost like. We're back down to business. We're gonna have a baby. <laughs> we're gonna live together. We're gonna go to work, and that's it. Well, they're very pragmatic. Like we've spoken mm-hmm. a bit before. I mean, it is more of a. It's a. It's about continuing your family line. It's about financial stability, and it's about providing a small home for your offspring. And so, yeah, the idea that a married man would bring home flowers mm-hmm. to his wife for no reason it's like in the west we always we, you know we try to the, i guess maybe the women are more accustomed to this kind of sweet treatment or something but in china mm-hmm. it's like it's almost as a given that he's gonna have in a few years he's gonna have his own mistresses and she's gonna be off doing whatever she wants to do and it's that but but at the same time they keep the family structure together mm, yeah like divorce isn't as common by far is not as common so it's i don't know which way is better to be honest because on the one hand it sounds really cold Mm -hmm. here in china but on the other hand it probably produced it's probably more stable for the whole society to do it this way to like enter it knowing that it's not really hollywood because in the west we just all want the to find the one and we want the romance and we want you know we want we want all of it the walks on the beach and the You know, all this romance stuff. And we're programmed to think that everybody... Is the same. Yeah, and everybody has a soulmate out there that they have mm-hmm. to find. But in China, they don't have that. It's like, it's just it whether suitable. or not it's a good match. Yeah. <laughs> and whether or not they can stand each other, you know, to to, to continue each of their family lines. So yeah. it's it's a really different approach. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, it makes sense. Um, th- this, this article talks about, uh, like, a class... It's like I think it's some kind of like psychological uh, class that focuses on dating and the teacher. The the article is written by a foreigner, but he says that the the teacher talks about how um, talking about the questions that you would ask like if you were on a date, like a mm-hmm. Chinese couple went on a date, and the questions were things like. Um, where do you plan to live? What is your salary? What kind of wife oh. or husband are you looking for? Wow. Um, so are really intense yeah, questions. It says that um, these students that were in the class, or Chinese students, also said that um, basically they were expressing the voice of their parents. Mm-hmm. Because they're, they, they know, just like you said, that they're basically looking for a spouse who is would be acceptable yeah for for a, like like to spend their life with but also for the parents too mm-hmm. uh appreciate i guess there's still a lot of meddling from the you know the, the, it's a it's a family decision who your mate is going to yeah, be yeah, i mean so. i'm sure there's more rebellion there's more and more rebellion um nowadays but in general it's still way they have way parents have way more influence actually and grandparents as well have way mm-hmm. more influence on the those kind of decisions, so I think there are a lot of setups. Mm-hmm. I mean, I, I remember way back in our 
episode about um we were talking about like uh sexuality and like being gay in china and how mm-hmm. that is and um we were talking about like being pressured or you know your parents would like try and set you up mm-hmm. with a girl but you know you've got to try and change the subject <laughs> so that it's you know it's forgotten about <laughs> yeah, well, I see quite a few of my Chinese peers here who are, you know, once you start approaching 26, 27, you're already in dangerous territory. You you're almost going to be an old maid. So then they, their parents start lining them up with with uh, potential yeah. candidates. So that would squelch any romance for me. Yeah. <laughs> it's, it's kind of a bit, like, it makes me feel a bit sad because I, I worry that Especially for women, I feel as though once they hit that 28, yeah, 27, 28 mark, it's like, do they just settle for the first guy that comes along who, you know, who pays them any interest? Maybe. That's <sighs> a sad reality. I, that's, yeah. But that's a completely different topic, this whole leftover woman. Oh, yeah. Or left the leftovers. That's how they call them in yeah. China. It's really horrible. But that's like its own thing, women who are above the age of 28 who are unmarried. So, if you're interested, you could send us in a question about that. But let's get back to the romantic <laughs> yeah. stuff. Yeah. I think one of the things that um, I find... Like, I was trying to think of things you can do here that you wouldn't necessarily be able to do in the West. And mm. here, massage is really cheap. So, doing, yeah. like, a couple's massage or doing a foot massage here mm-hmm. is... The environment is probably not going to be all that romantic, but you'll feel really relaxed afterwards. Yeah, yeah. I mean, when I on the odd occasion that I've entered a spa, I do. (laughs) I've often seen like couples there. In fact, I mean, sometimes it's a bit of a funny thing, but the everyone's in like their own separate chair, so mom and dad could be together and you know have their romance, and the kid will be watching some movie or something. So yeah, yeah. You could spend the whole day at the spa. Some parts Mm. will be separated though, male and female. Yeah. But then there's always a common area where you'll be wearing the little spa pajamas and lounging. <laughs> Stripes. Yep. <laughs> Drinking some free juice and eating some nibbly snacks mm-hmm. while watching a movie and getting your ears cleaned. <laughs> that, Nothing more that romantic nice than that. <laughs> yeah. Hmm. Um, so I actually recently saw a romantic expression Um, it was a marriage proposal. In fact, I've seen two, but this one of them was very recent and it was the, the environment was very romantic. It was at, um, OCT Bay and there is, a there's that funny looking, looks like a bean thing. You know what I mean? Oh yeah. It looks like if any of you have been to Chicago, we have a similar thing. It's like a big mirror it's it's yeah. called the bean actually oh, in chicago it? i think okay. yeah i think it's called the bean and it's uh, like this big metallic um thing. shiny structure that you can walk in and around but they mm. have one that's really similar here in shenzhen at oct bay yeah yeah so there are lots of like uh water um there's water all around it but they're like shooting up mm. and like it's it's really quite pretty actually especially on a night and there was a guy there and he had the biggest bouquet of flowers I have ever <laughs> seen. And they were stood in front of the, the water display and, you know, he was he was down on one knee, which I've never seen, actually. I guess that's like a Western thing they've, they've started sure. to do. For sure. And, yeah, it was quite Even nice. rings and stuff mm-hmm. is borrowed from yeah. the West. There were, but there was lots of 
you know, people snapping pictures around them and stuff. So. <laughs> so it was, I mean, it's Chinese romance. That's what, that's how I see, like, it's not, ro- that, to me, that's not, the, the environment is quite romantic, but that display, like, in front of everyone. Yeah, it's like, really kitschy, their, yeah, their idea. I mean, their idea not, of romance, because they see it in the West, is, like, so over the top, like, really, like, Big red hearts and like all these cliches. Teddy, cliche, bears, teddy, yeah, bears. teddy bears everywhere. Huge teddy bears. Yeah, chocolates like all the cliches yeah. basically from the West. Yeah, that's like what what they see. Like that's how they because they don't have their own Chinese way of expressing romance that yeah. I've seen because because it's just not in their culture. Mm-hmm. It's like romance like times a hundred or something. Yeah. Yeah, so yeah it's like overly sweet mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I've seen I saw another one actually it was near our, our office and on the way to the metro so this area is like just the, le- the it's got nothing romantic about it at all <laughs> these you know the, the buildings are all and, and he was in front of a fountain and when this, when it rains and this fountain like gets full of water it's the it smells so bad it's unbelievable <laughs> but he was in front of this the fountain and he he'd gotten lots of like little tea lights and made like heart shaped oh. you know tea light display on the floor i just thought why i can't i don't know why he was doing it but i hope that she said yes cuz he'd obviously put a lot of effort in oh. <laughs> yeah. it's so funny yeah. mm. i I, I guess my the, the 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 romantic things I kind of fa- thought about were things you might also do at home, but like there are f- lots of fireworks and things here, yeah, like displays, that's right. and those kind of things can be quite romantic. I'm yeah. not a fireworks person myself, but I don't mind a good set of fireworks. Yeah, and by OCTB, I think they do it, or at least by Window of the World, I yeah, think they, they do, do it like do. every night or yeah. every other night or something like yeah. that. So there's plenty of fireworks to be had in China. True. That is for sure. Mm. I was thinking about some places in China that would be more romantic, and one of them might be, if you're an adventurous type of couple, might be the base camp at Mount Everest mm. in Tibet. Like, it might be romantic to, like, yeah, climb up to the base would camp. Yeah, that would be. A, Tibet, in general, nice. would probably be pretty mm-hmm. romantic. And Shangri-La in spring. So Shangri-La is in Yunnan province. You might have heard of the hotel, the mm. hotels. But um, the countryside in Shangri-La, especially in springtime with all the flowers, is supposed to be just stunning and wow. beautiful. So that's that's another thing. Like if you want to go somewhere to experience a romantic sight, mm-hmm. those are two places that I thought of that mm. might be nice romantic. Yeah, I'm trying to think if there's anywhere I've been that was especially romantic. Don't think so. Um, you gotta bring your own romance, I think. Yeah. <laughs> One place I think that we would associate with romance in the West that I don't is is not romantic here. I think is like the beach. Oh yeah. I think yeah. going to the beach in the West, you know, like if you go on holiday and you that you know it's all on glossy, you know, glossy magazines, you know, people laid on the beach and stuff. It's not like that here. No, it's definitely not romance. You don't get here. you don't get romance on the beach. You no. get women wearing face keenies. <laughs> That's a turn off, I can tell you. Yep. And trash. A lot of trash. A lot of that too. So that's not as fun. Oh, one thing I thought of that might be a good one. Um one of our colleagues took his girlfriend recently 
was to one of those hot springs. So he took her to one in Zhuhai, which is a neighboring city here. And it was like a Japanese style one. Oh. And it was a natural hot springs. And he said it was really nice. He said it was very expensive, but he said it was really nice. Well, I think romance probably is in China. I expensive? Think. I think it's expensive. Yeah, if you really want a romantic location. You know, if you want the environment to be... Like, all of the really nice hotels, hotels here are extortionately like, yeah. expensive. It's crazy. Yes, it's true. Yeah, but they are, like, if you want to... Like... That um that restaurant we went to for your birthday. Oh, I, that was romantic. Barrett and I have also been there. I think I, I took him there for his last, but maybe the year before. Mm. And it was like a romantic, you know, wine. And the atmosphere is, is lovely and the music and everything. Yeah, you just feel really... just singer yeah. playing jazz. The lights are really low. Yes. That's really romantic. That's at the mm-hmm. Langham here in Shenzhen. But also not the cheapest place. Oh, no. Oh, no. <laughs> Yeah. But yeah, if you've got if you want to splurge, there are plenty of like romantic restaurants. But I don't mm-hmm. know if I've been to a Chinese restaurant that's that I would consider particularly romantic. I don't think I've ever been to a restaurant and seen couples who were obviously on a date. Mm. On a romantic date. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I've seen them I've seen obviously they're obviously a couple, but it's there doesn't seem to be any like affectionate looks or, you know, you touches. You might see them squished next to each other on the same bench at McDonald's and snapping selfies, but yeah. I know what you mean, like, over candlelight dinner, never, each I've have never a glass of wine, that. leaning over the table yeah. and staring into each other's eyes. Yeah, I've never it's, seen that nope. either. It's nope. just not Chinese. Mm-mm. Well, drinking the wine, I suppose, that's a, it's not going to happen, is it, probably? No, no. <laughs> So romance, yeah, romance in China is, I guess it's buried. It's hard to find. Yeah, but as a foreigner, I think most of the romantic things that you might have done at home are easily done here. They oh, might yeah. just be a bit more expensive. Yeah. I think. I'm just trying, I, I guess I'm not really sure what I do would do that was romantic. Yeah. Some will be expensive, some will be cheaper. I mean, like, the massages will be way oh, cheaper. Yeah. Getting those couple photos will be cheap. Um, doing the bikes would be really cheap Mm -hmm. so some of this I mean just like wandering through the parks is free so a lot of it you can do on a budget for sure but yeah if you want candlelit dinner and nice Mm -hmm. service at a fancy restaurant then you'll you'll be paying for it yeah I think on a I've just thought about this now going back to my my point about uh, we both it's both of our points, but about it being like more be- being like a like business once you kind of once you're married. Mm. They also I also find a lot of couples love to go shopping together. Like they'll go oh, if yeah. you go to the malls, there there are couples like and they're obviously having like a it's obviously like a date day where they go and like spend all day in the mall and they'll probably go for some lunch or whatever. And I wonder it makes me think like. If you if you're going out and spending money together and like that's that's romantic, it kind of makes me think. Well, that's got something to do with business. Mm. Like this idea that someone's obviously making the money to spend it. You know. <laughs> yeah. That's so. Um, that's so like cynical of me, isn't it? Mm. Yeah. If you're Chinese <laughs> and you're listening to this and you disagree, please let us know. Yeah. <laughs> We're yeah. always open to criticism. Oh yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. So shall I do a word of the week? Yeah. Sounds good. So I thought the perfect word for today would be romance. Oh. 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 Yeah. Oh, shucks. 
Actually, we could do two. Okay. So, um, one is, so the word for romance is long man. Long man. Both are fourth tone. Long man. Oh, how long man. It's really romantic. <laughs> um, and then I thought maybe to say I love you. Mm-hmm. So, it's funny because, like, I don't know, maybe this will be confusing if I say it, but some some Chinese words, they equate with numbers or, like, phrases, yeah. they equate with numbers. Like, woo, 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 Yeah, so woo, 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 we've spoken about in other episodes, which sounds like crying, and woo is how you say the number five in Chinese. So, if you see five, 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 it's woo, 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 someone's crying. So, um... But five two zero, mm-hmm. so five two zero. So if you say the numerals in Chinese, it's wu er ling, wu er ling, and it sounds somewhat similar to wo ai ni a little bit. In wo ai ni is I love you. So you can type five two zero to mean I love you yeah. in China, mm-hmm. or you can say wo ai ni, which Holly will. We'll uh, link to that. I will, I will. Actually, there are lots of these, like, number homophones in Chinese, and if you're interested in them, in fact, because it's just, it's quite funny just mm-hmm. to look, even if you don't really have, like, if you, you're not really studying Chinese, um, if you're interested, you can go to the written Chinese website and just search in homophones in the search bar. Oh, yeah. And uh, we've got an article about that. Nice. It's fun. Cool. Yeah, so um, if you've got a question for us, or if you want to criticize anything we've said <laughs> or uh, compliment or compliment yeah so you can leave us a voicemail but we've message. gotten so much positive energy i feel like yeah. i mean maybe we're due for some critical some critical energy <laughs> so all you haters that, that out karma. there speak up yeah. no don't no don't i'm cry <laughs> yeah you could so you can leave us a voicemail at writtenchinese.com slash voicemail uh, we do prefer voicemail messages, although obviously if you leave us a message on Facebook or on one of our podcast pages, we'll we'll get to you, but we are favoring the voicemails. That's right. Well, have a good and romantic week, yes. everybody. And we will return with another loving episode next week. <laughs> Adieu. <laughs>